Hey everyone, welcome to Dialegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I'm the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. My name is Kyra Gold. We are married and have an incredible son named Axel. On today's episode of Dialegami, we're kicking off day three of our daily Advent meditation series as we learn to treasure Christ more deeply this Christmas season together, gathering around the fire of his word, empowered by his Holy Spirit, making our King's glorious arrival visible in our homes and our churches, to our children, family, friends, and our congregations. Amen, amen. Each day, Monday through Friday of this Advent season, we will be taking you through an Advent meditation. We pray that these episodes would serve as a resource to help you make space in your days and the lead up to Christmas to prepare your heart for the awe-provoking reason we celebrate it. We pray that this time would help strengthen the joy, the purpose, and the fullness of Christmas in Jesus' name. Amen. In case if you miss any episode up until this point, we strongly encourage you to go back and listen from the introductory episode to now. The episodes, while they can stand alone, definitely build on each other and set the tone for the rest of the series. That is partly why we aren't doing weekend episodes, so you have the space to catch up if needed. Exactly. And we are alternating daily who is sharing the meditation for each day. Uh, Trav shared yesterday, which was day two, which means I am up today. Make sure you stay tuned through the end of each episode as we will be ending each day with questions for reflection. With all that being said, let's jump right into day three. Kyra, take it away. Before we jump into the meditation for today, let us open up in prayer. God, you are mighty, you are faithful, you are holy, and I thank you that by the power and work of your Spirit made available to us by the person and work of Jesus, that we can know you through your breathed out word. Amen. Thank you that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would apply your word to our hearts today, bringing fresh revelation and illumination in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) P.S. Lord, uh, we pray that you help us to live in obedience to you and your name, uh, to be faithful to your word um, out of reverential love for you. In your precious and mighty name, amen. Amen. Okay, so day three. Um, If you're taking notes and you're titling these, this one is called rejoicing in our miraculous promised savior for those of you who do not like long titles like i do for everything (laughs) uh, you can just write rejoicing and reflecting so again day three rejoicing in our miraculous promised savior or for short rejoicing and reflecting we are going to be reading from luke chapter 1 verses 39 through 56 So again, picking back up in Luke chapter 1, verse 39. Trav uh, finished reading at 38 yesterday. So again, verse 39. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. 
Verse 41. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 42. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Verse 44. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. Mm. Verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Wow. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Mm-hmm. Verse 50. His mercy extends to those who fear him mm. from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. Verse 54. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. In verse 56, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. What a passage. Yeah. Elizabeth and Mary, they're both given children in their wombs. Both of these pregnancies are miraculous. Mm -hmm. When we say miraculous, we mean extraordinary occurrences that can only be attributed to the supernatural work of God. We are talking about the divine work of God that transcends human understanding. That's good. Elizabeth's pregnancy was a miracle because, well, first, her age, right? And second, the fact that she had been barren up until this point. In the passage Trav read yesterday, we read that Elizabeth was going to have a child in her old age, and she who was unable to conceive was in her sixth month. Mm. So Elizabeth becomes pregnant with John the Baptist. Now Mary's pregnancy, and not only pregnancy, but conception is miraculous because she is a virgin. Right. Because the Holy Spirit comes upon her and she is pregnant with Jesus, the Son of God. Wow. We know that Jesus was Lord even in the womb. And and this is confirmed in the passage as Elizabeth and her unborn son acknowledge the lordship of Jesus, even from within the womb. We read that Elizabeth, when filled with the Holy Spirit, says, this is Luke chapter 1, 43 through 44, But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Wow. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Elizabeth confesses his lordship while her son leaps for joy in the womb. That's good. 
the long-awaited advent of our Lord and Savior. The only one worthy of true adoration and worship is coming, and they recognize his presence and are filled with the Holy Spirit and find joy in him. Amen. Then Mary, filled with the Holy Spirit, breaks out into a song of praise to God rejoicing in him, praising him for his rescue, by calling him her savior, um, for his mindfulness, for his mercy, for his power, for his provision, for his help, for his faithfulness and promise keeping. She speaks to his attributes and also to the work of his mighty hands. That's good. And you know, while miraculous, the conception of John the Baptist, it simply sets the stage for the miraculous conception of our savior. Right. In fact, we find a pattern of miraculous conceptions all throughout the Old Testament, right? From Sarah to Mm -hmm. Hannah to Manoah's wife, a.k.a. Samson's mother. We read that right in Judges 13. Um, Rebecca, Rachel, which is then repeated with Elizabeth. It climaxes with the virgin conception and birth of Jesus. Mm -hmm. These other births, as miraculous as they are, They simply served as shadows of the great miracle in our Savior's conception and birth to come. They set the tone and prepared our hearts and eyes to see the miracle in Christ. Right. Because in Christ, we'd have the second Adam, one without sin and submissive to the Father's will in every way. In Christ, we'd have a better Isaac, a one-time offering for sinners once and for all. In Christ, we'd have a better Samuel, one who knows all things, an eternal king and servant of God. In Christ, we'd have a better Joseph, betrayed by his own, becoming the means of their salvation. I could go on and on and on because the miraculous announcement of Christmas should result in our awe right it should result in our marvel Mm -hmm. it should result in our praise right because of christmas because of the birth of christ we can worship god because without jesus we wouldn't have a leg to stand on without jesus our worship wouldn't be worthy to offer Mm -hmm. god in his infinite wisdom and supreme glory is making worshipers of god by the power and work of the Holy Spirit under the reign of the person and work of Jesus, the Son of the Most High. Amen. Amen. So let us rejoice in our miraculous promised Savior and let us reflect on the work of God's hand in Christ as he's given us every good thing in Jesus. Amen. He is our eternal reward. He is our good thing. Thank you, God. And now some questions for reflection and additional passages slash verses for meditation. Question number one. What is God revealing to you about himself and his character in Luke chapter one, verses 39 through 56? Question number two. How has God brought encouragement to you through Luke chapter one, 39 through 56? Number three, how has he brought challenge to you through these verses and what specifically is he confronting? Question number four, 
So our Savior has come, right? And that is a source of remarkable joy. Mm -hmm. We did nothing to deserve it. We couldn't do anything to earn it. And it's the ultimate demonstration of God's grace and his mercy. Mm -hmm. Lavishing upon us what we do not deserve and withholding what we do. Yeah. Have you found yourself living in that joy? Have you found yourself living in that joy in whatever season you're walking through despite your circumstances? Mm. What is the condition of the soil of your heart? Because sometimes, as we read in Mark chapter 4, verse 19, the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, Mm -hmm. making it unfruitful. Wow. Ask the Lord if this is you. Mm. You know, in the Psalms, we are given powerful words for our weary souls that point us to the only one who makes us whole. And so if the Lord reveals to you, yeah, maybe the condition of your heart, maybe the soil of your heart is is unhealthy. I encourage you to read Psalm 5112. Pray this verse as a family. Pray this verse as an individual. Pray this verse with your study group, whomever. And here it is, the words of David here in Psalm 5112. Restore to me the joy of your salvation Mm. and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. That's good. Again, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Question number five. In verses 46 through 56, we read Mary's song. What specific attributes of God does she draw attention to? As you reflect on these attributes of God, how does it inform your worship of him? Question number six. In Mary's song, what works of God does she mention? How does that inform your trust in him? Lastly, read Genesis chapter 22, verses 12 through 18. And then answer this question. How was Jesus' birth related to God's promise to Abraham? Again, read Genesis chapter 22, verses 12 through 18, and discuss this question again. Maybe you and God alone, or your your family together in God, or your study group, but how was Jesus' birth related to God's promise to Abraham? If you missed any of these questions or aren't able to jot them down at this time, do not fret. We're also going to be sharing all of these questions over on the Dialegami Instagram page, which is just at Dialegami. So again, at Dialegami in case you weren't able to jot any of these questions down. Thank you, Jesus, that in you we find true joy. Amen. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to be it for now. Thank you so much for listening. We are greatly humbled that you're here with us. Be sure to check back in every day, Monday through Friday, each week to join us for daily Advent meditations this Advent season, running from November 29th through December 24th, as we learn to receive more fully the gift of Jesus Christ. And as always, dear Legomai fam, remember to what? Love God, love His church, and faithfully build your foundation on Him. In Christ with prayers and love, dear Legomai, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.